everybody, welcome to my podcast, Imperfect Podcast, in Miami Beach. I'm optimistic, oh, oh, I'm strangely optimistic. Hello, everybody, I'm so excited for this show. I haven't seen you, I've missed you. It's been a week, and you know what happened? I didn't see you because I was on vacation in Miami, so I couldn't possibly come and see you, but now I am, but guess what? This week, I brought Miami with me to share with you all the restaurants, the site. It was just beautiful. I don't wear a bikini or anything, so don't expect any of that, some of you guys out there. Uh, and girls, I don't have any sort of, you know, makeup or any of that sort of stuff, but a couple cute little outfits, things like that. Uh, not that girls only like that, but hey, we've got some great food. Everybody likes great food, so I can't wait to share that with you also. And uh, this is my holiday. This is so funny. This is holiday time. This is my holiday outfit. I've got my little, my little Santa Claus here. It's one of those that you sort of shake like a snow globe. Very cute. And it lights up. I love this. He's holding a lantern. It's very cute. And um, besides that, you know, we're mixing a little holiday and a little uh, Miami together. So... Without further ado, oh, wait a minute, I forgot my outfit. This little Santa Claus elf, you know, silky red little outfit with tights is by Shop Gigi Moda. And you can find her on Instagram if you want to get this dress. All right, so now let's get into Miami Beach. So this is when I first arrived in Miami as I was speeding along the freeway. Not too bad, iPhone. Pretty beautiful, isn't it? At night. Love that. That's the skyline. And uh, next, I'm going to start showing you restaurants. You ready? Just arrived in Florida, and this is amazing Italian. <laughs> Carbone. Look at that. Or it's so beautiful. And look at that. You didn't, you didn't think it was going to happen? I didn't. They give you all this for free. Squash. I had to have a vegetable soup with these meat balls. Oh my gosh. And the dessert that I did not eat. I'm serious. I swear, I didn't touch it. I didn't. So that was one of the most popular restaurants and really difficult to get into. I'm not going to tell you what I did to get in there. I'm just kidding. <laughs> okay. And the next one we have. Next slide, please. Uh, we have uh, Milo's. Milo's? Yeah, Milo's Fish House, I guess. So we have, look at that beautiful shot of the fish. I didn't eat any. I actually walked through that restaurant. I mean, I couldn't, I was only there for, my God, three days, technically, pretty in and out there for Art Basel. Uh, so I did not eat at that wonderful place, but uh, I did eat at Carbon, as you saw. Oh, let's go ahead. I did a little. Now, this was. Um, this restaurant was, uh, what was that called? Prime 112. It's very popular. And I was at the bar. I think the music was probably better. My favorite part, let's say. They serve you a lot of food. Uh, they do serve bacon, which is like, hmm. I didn't really like that my friend was eating the bacon. I'm a big fan of, of pigs, so I don't eat them. But uh, yeah, they serve them by the large glass full, which was kind of interesting. 
And then this place, Pura Vida, this was a beautiful area. I believe this was called South of Fifth, I think. My friend's like on maybe Collins Street. This is a really popular destination for people who love to go for coffee and, um, you know, snacks and, uh, you know, salads and all that sort of stuff. Super popular. I actually ate around the corner at some really fun little Italian cafe that was really great. Um, and then the next thing up, oh, this is Soho House on the beach. Okay. <laughs> that was really fast. That was my tired friend laying behind me. Clearly had been having too much alcohol. Uh, I didn't, but he did. And the next one is Pat Riley's residence, which is just around the corner from Pura Vida, right outside of it practically. Look at that. Now listen to the realtor Pat speak Riley about it. Pat Riley lives in this building. Mm -hmm. They have the largest balconies anywhere in Miami. The residences are all a half a floor or the entire floor. Oh my and God. And they're about $20 million. Ooh. Half of this building. How many square feet is that? That's insane. 8,000 square oh feet. Oh my God. Yeah. Can you believe that? 8,000 square feet. Give me a break. Wow. Okay. Uh, next is so beautiful. This is South Point Park. And look at that dog. I love that dog running. You know I love dogs. Look how gorgeous that is. And the weather was so beautiful. It was, you know, high 70s, 80. Did you catch that little dog running around? Yep. Uh, now we have another restaurant. It's Joe's Stone Crab. You guys have probably heard of this. They're famous for their stone crab. Look at the workers. It has that old-fashioned vibe. It's so cool. Quick really fun. Really family-style vibe. Really fun. A lot of families there. Now this is in Brickle. This is uh, sexy fish. Look at there's actually yep there are the fish. <laughs> the decor is pretty easy here. Uh, look at that bar with the water. Yeah, that's nuts. Okay, so this is a really, really popular one. This was kind of more the sexy, romantic one. Uh, this is Satai, as you can see. This is before it got crazy busy. It felt like New Year's Eve when I was there. And look at that bar out there. That's towards the back of the uh, property. They had two pools there, or three pools. Yeah, I love that Christmas tree. My God, that's gorgeous. And that's their color. Like their theme is red. So that was really beautiful. Trying to carry on the red theme here for the holiday. And um, this little stork, or whatever this is, this crane, I don't know what this is. Look at this. It's not a stork. That would have a big it. neck. Someone's called it that. Could it's you walk crane. any slower? Look at its little web feet. So is this adorable? I just kept following it. It finally started walking faster and faster away from me. You're walking so slow. That's so cute. I'll show you all my favorite restaurants I have experienced since I've been here. Look at this beautiful place. And the name of this is Smith and Wolenski. <laughs> oh, that dessert. I ate really well. That was I forgot what it's called, but it has ice cream in it. And I dev oh, I ate like two pieces. Uh, anyway, that was pretty cool. Oh, and this Lucky Cat is coming soon. This is the uh, Gordon Ramsay restaurant that's coming early 2024. I got a little peek into it. Look at it. The worker rushed in there and I got the little...
that's what you got to see. So you got that little insight, little secret there. Um, oh my gosh, there's so much to show you. Let's see. Oh, I've got the Bond residences. Look at that. That's my Scarface shot. Look at that shot. That's pretty badass, right? With those pictures and that couch. That was cool. And there's the SLS Hotel. They were having one of their Art Basel parties there. I only saw two pieces of art there. We kind of ran through that one fast. And then Faina. So this is what my friend considers. He's a local. He said this is one of the most beautiful hotels. Um, we did a cute quick peek in there. That's beautiful. And the outside here. Uh, oh, no. There's one. There's this up against the wall. I love that. They have a bunch like that. And then there's this outside. I don't know. Miami has no history. It's just, it's just too modern. Not, not a fan. So that was Faina. And then uh, what else? Oh, this is really fun. So this is uh, outside the water. It's Biscayne Bay, to be exact. And <laughs> it's okay. I'm on the rocks. I'm on the rocks. And the top I'm wearing is by Madison Maison. You can find that online or in Beverly Hills. Do you hear the... Oh my gosh. That's because of the... The boat going by that just scared me i'm not used to this thank god i didn't fall i was wearing four inch uh shoes standing on the rocks don't ask me how i did it i don't know how i didn't fall uh oh the salty i didn't touch any of this but i had to show you oh my god are you kidding me i thought about it i have to say I, as i walked away i thought about it but i didn't do it isn't that amazing? So that was an area called um, uh, Brickle. And I think I showed you Brickle before. So that was a really beautiful little area. Kind of a business area, but romantic. You'll see the tree at the very end. Beautiful Christmas tree. And then uh, what do I have next? Oh, my God, this dog. Do you see it? I see the wonderful dog. Look at that little that was the softest dog I've ever felt. That little girl. What a little pup. Oh, she was so cute. Some girl got engaged and he gave her not only a very large ring, but he gave her a beautiful dog. So the next thing is, oh, that's the end. <laughs> We're at the end of my trip, ladies and gentlemen. Did you like it? Oh my gosh. Okay. So that was the Miami trip. So that was it. I hope you liked it. It took us hours to put that together. And I did bring something from home. I had to bring this to you. I was in Trader Joe's and I saw this beautiful fruit. What is this? This is called the dragon fruit. I... I don't, I, I, I think maybe I have had this. Have you ever had that, Solomon? Dragon? I have not. Oh, you haven't? You're probably going to have to Google how to eat it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It smells like nothing. Okay. Happy holidays, everybody. Um, so I do have my little fan segment, a uh, little, sorry, my little advice column segment that I'd like to share. So in case you didn't know, I have amazing fans. And I have a bunch of questions because you guys can uh, 
This was originally, don't forget, my podcast was to incorporate, it was really to get my, to sort of restart my, I used to be called Ask Josie Davis advice column. So this is my advice column, but more exciting. As you know, you just visited all the restaurants and sites in Miami. You get to see fruit. You get to see dresses and tops, outfits, and little, you know, Santa Clauses and things like that. So now, and uh, let's see what else. Oh, and I'm going to end with an amazing quote. I did do a little poll and the two favorite things that people wanted to see more of, uh, the quote, people loved the quotes because I think it's so inspirational. I picked some that I think are really important. And, um, you know, this is the good news news. You know, there's so much bad news right now. I hear the bad news every morning. I listen to it constantly. And then that's about enough. I've had it. It's about here. Uh, and I do on social media post what I think. And I, and I was doing it here on my first episode and I decided to cut it. I even cried. And I'm like, what is this? We have so much of that going on these days that I think it's, we're too focused on the news and let's get it and get out. Let's get it. Can we do anything about it? Do what we can, spread the word, whatever, get out. But I wanted to do the good news news. That's what this podcast is about. This is a fun, funny, uh, enlightening, uh, inspirational podcast. Sometimes I interview, you know, I'll be interviewing producers, showrunners, actors. Um, we'll see who what writers. I don't know. We'll see what else I have. But I have some people set. I'm very excited about my, uh, my celebrity guests that I have coming up. Um, I have a wonderful actress um, that you'll see that's coming up next that's on Shonda Rhimes' new show, The Resident. And uh, she's done so many great things. I'll have to tell you about it then, tell you who she is. Very exciting. And then after that, two weeks after that, I have an actor that was uh, opposite Will Smith in, uh, 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 I've said it a million times. How did I just forget the name of it? What's the name of it? I told you a million times. You told me? Yeah. I've told everybody. He's in the... Uh... Emancipation? Yes, thank you. I want to say enlightened. I don't know why. Yes, emancipation. There we thank go. you very much. Yeah. Did you see it? You didn't see it, did you? No. Yeah. So I told him about it. I saw it. And um, Did anyway, you like it? This act... Okay. It's really heavy. Mm. I mean, it's, it's serious material. And at the same time, it was beautifully shot. Okay. Beautifully shot. And I will tell you... You can feel however you want about Will Smith, right? We all have different feelings about it. Most are similar about what happened, whatever. I'm not going to get into it. This is the good news news. But um, uh, his performance was uh, fantastic. Wonderful character work. Academy Award winning, I think. But he's, he's you know, that's not happening because of what happened. Um, I almost did a movie with Chris Rock, by the way. Oh, wow. Yeah, uh, yeah. I'm looking at my broken iPad from the airplane when it fell. It fell in the airplane. The damn thing cracked. Okay. So I, uh, I've i got, like I said, I've got my fans that have called in. Um, and this is my advice column. But uh, Carl could not, he's one of the, uh, okay, first of all, if you're wondering how to do this, how to call in and leave a voice message, on Spotify, somewhere on there. Look for send a voice message. 
Who would think, you know, sounds, sounds extremely difficult, but so, uh, oh, I do want to tell you before I play my fans, uh, it should be a question, but I believe it's a comment. Not only do, if you want to leave, I just told you how to, to go onto Spotify and leave a voice message for me, uh, to possibly play, but this is one of my subscribers. So if you want to subscribe and actually text with not just me, but text with us, my really dedicated, fun fans that all have gotten to know each other. And I put on like behind the scenes videos, uh, you know, from on set. I have a movie coming out called Festival of Trees. Holiday movie. It was going to come out this holiday season, but it's going to be next holiday season because of the SAG strike. Uh, going to be hilarious. You're going to love it. Uh, it's so funny. But if you do want to subscribe and you see behind the scenes videos, um, pictures. Also, like I said, you're texting with me and with them and it's really fun. So you might want to subscribe on Instagram. Uh, okay. So here is Carl, one of my Instagram subscribers leaving a comment. Let's see what he says. Well, hello, Josie. Guess who this is? One of your favorite subscribers, you know, the handy, smart, sometimes funny guy. This is so cool being able to leave you a message, but it has to be quick. Spotify's giving me 60 seconds. I'm actually watching a timer. Yep, I'm also a recovering perfectionist. Anyway, I just want to leave you a comment now, but I'll think of a good question. I wish to say that I really enjoyed watching the first two episodes of your uh, new podcast series. You speak from the heart and soul. I especially loved your attitude for gratitude which I wish more people shared. I also enjoyed following you and subscribing this past year. Uh, you make me smile a lot. Okay, well, I'm running out of time, so I will see you in our little text room. Take care and have a good night. How cute. How cute is that? See, subscribes. We do. We all get to know each other. It's very cute. Thank you, Carl. Uh, now this is an advice column. Let's see if the next one, uh, let's see what he says. Did you like playing the role of the dirty teacher and how much did you enjoy making that movie? Cause that was one of the best movies that you have ever played in. And I love your podcast. I love the ask Josie Davis on YouTube. You're such an inspiration and I'm going to continue to follow you and support you. And I hope you answer all of my questions. Hope you had a great Thanksgiving and you're doing super, super well. That is so sweet. Well, thanks, Sean. Thank you very much. That's so sweet. So I, he was going to ask some questions. Come on, guys. Where are the questions? Oh, you know what? I do have, I actually forgot. I have a phone number. Uh, that I do give out. It's not mine. It's the offices. And I do have uh, someone that did leave a message. And I would like to play that one. Hey, Josie, I hope you enjoy your trip to Miami. Hope you had a good time. So I got a question for you uh, as far as like the dating and everything else. How does a guy uh, date in a city of flash like Miami? Anyway, love your advice. Love your comms. Look forward to your podcast. Take care. Well, that was a sweet message. Uh, thank you for leaving that, whoever you are. Uh, 
I think it's a subscriber, to be honest. I think it. I think I think I recall that a subscriber left that one. Uh, how to date in Miami? I don't even know how to date here in LA. How the hell would I know how to date in Miami? I just visited there. Uh, although, yeah, everyone was uh, much older there. It was like they were much older or like really young. I don't know. I was only there for four days, so that doesn't matter. Uh, I can't go off of that. But, you know, everyone talks about how difficult it is dating in L.A. And I, But I will tell you, the dating apps do do something. I keep meeting people. In fact, no, one girl that I sat next to, I was going to say both of them, but one girl I sat next to um, met her guy on an app. And then I just met two people that met their people on an app, and they both said Hinge. I'm not giving free advertising. But uh, I keep hearing different. It's always different ones. But, uh, yeah, very interesting. I don't know what to say about dating in L.A. I don't do a lot of it myself. Uh, clearly, I don't go out enough. So they're not going to come knock on my door, so I probably should be getting out more. Uh but it's, it's never been the easiest thing. Guys don't approach me. So I would say my advice, just as a woman, I would say, if you see a girl you want to talk to, don't be afraid. I know it's hard. And some of these girls are not nice probably. Um, but go up and just do it anyway. You know, just compliment the girl and say, hi, I'm so-and-so. I just, you know, wanted to, uh, um, I just wanted to, you know, say I thought you you look very nice or you have a great smile or I don't know, something sweet like that. And I just really wanted to say hello and introduce myself. I'm so-and-so and what's your name? And and then, you know, see if she's nice to you. You know, if not, she says buzz off, then leave, whatever. She's not for you. Uh, but I think that's kind of, uh, you know, even if from my point of view, even if a guy, at, you know, was complimenting me like that and came up and he didn't, he wasn't for me. I was so touched. I still always, because it's so rare, so rare it happens. I'll tell the guy that I really appreciated it. And thank you so much for coming up. Because, In fact, I just did that the other night. Um, I did leave the house <laughs> and was at a holiday party. And a guy in his 20s came up and I said, I, well, I won't tell you exactly what I said, I, but I said, I don't want to talk about my age. But I did say like, yeah, I'm completely so much older than you. It's ridiculous. So could you please just, no, it's not happening. <laughs> but thank you so much. And uh, he's like, well, we could be friends. I'm like, no, I'm not going to do that. But thank you. Uh, but you could watch my podcast. <laughs> so I think he's going to watch the podcast. Um, but, you know, um, that doesn't usually happen to me. And I made sure to thank him for coming up. And uh, it's really nice, you know, because... I think that takes a lot for a guy to do that. So that's, that's really, it's really nice. It's really nice. And even if she doesn't respond well, then, you know, screw her. But most girls, I would think and hope that they would be grateful for that. So that's really a compliment. Um, do you think I should do another one? Yeah, let's do one more. Um, well, let's see what this, okay. I just wanted to call in and tell you what a great job you're doing on the podcast. It's awesome. I love listening to them. Um, I did have a question. I want to know what your favorite TV show was to guest star on. Thank you. Keep up the awesome work. Thanks. That is so cute, Jimmy. Thank you for that. Oh, my gosh. He sounded so nervous. And so you got cute. a question. I Imagine did that. finally get a question. Uh, 
famous, let's see, what was my favorite one I did? I have to tell you, David Spade was so funny, <laughs> especially tape day when we did, uh, what was that show called? Uh, Rules of Engagement. And uh, he was so funny. I wanted to start laughing. It was nuts. I should probably, you know what? It's okay. So that's, that's the question. And that's my answer. Good enough. Does that sound good enough to you? Did I answer sufficiently? So the name of the, the name of the Rules show of was Rules of Engagement. And I thought David Spade was really funny in it. So it was fun. And so that's that. But a lot of people ask about two and a half men and I, you know, it is holiday time. So very often, uh, people bring up and they, you know, they play it. They play the two and a half men quite often, the holiday episode, although they play it all year long. But, um, and that when you had multiple personalities, if I'm, I had I'm multiple mistaken. personality disorder. Yes. I cooked for them. And it's uh, USA Today called that a must see episode. And, you know, usually Chuck Lorre, the creator, you know, showrunner, um, he told me that he, he normally, um, for a role that large, a guest star that large, it was really huge. I was in almost every scene. They usually will uh, cast, automatically just make an offer to a, a massive star, big name. And he said, once in a while I open it up. And he said, yeah, as soon as you came in and you did what you did, that was, that was it. And thought I should be nominated for an Emmy, but my manager didn't at the time, didn't, didn't put the nomination out. And so I missed it by uh, like two weeks. So pissed. It's not like I would have, I mean, you know, won probably, but who knows, you know, at least I should have been not, you know, actually been nominated like he and Peter Roth thought. Uh, the VP of uh, Warner Brothers at the time. So that was that. That was a compliment though. Uh, but the two and a half men, I don't know if I should tell any, should I tell a story now about it at all? Quick? Uh, yeah, quick story. Go. Uh because people love that show and they love hearing sort of things that happen. They say, oh my God, that show must have been hilarious to work on. It was, it felt like, it felt pretty serious. You know, it went really fast. My role was so large. So there was a lot going on. And uh, tape day, uh, I'm in, you know, and they're trying to rush me through. I'm getting makeup and trying to figure out makeup and hair and wardrobe and they're changing things around. And the girl that was my stand-in comes back and says, well, we're going to do a rehearsal without you. And I'm thinking, uh, I kind of like would like to do a little rehearsal, but they, there was no time. I was getting ready. You know, I was new on the show. And uh, she said, I'll just, she came to me and said, here, mark your script. You're going to mark, you're going to walk from here to here on this line. You're going to go take the coffee here. Then you're going to walk around on this line. And then when he says this, you're going to cross to the other side and then pour coffee for this person. And then you're going to carry it back. And then on this line, you're going to cross tag, you know, to the stove. Then you're going to turn around, say your line on this. Then you're going to cross around and give them bacon. And then you're going to walk here and then I mean, literally give, then you're going to give them pancakes. It just was, uh, how was I supposed to just, and then just, oh, thank you. Okay. And we were just about to go do it. So I managed to do it. Yeah, that was pretty crazy. So that's my story. So you killed it. Apparently. Good job. <laughs> According to Chuck Lorre <laughs> uh, and other people. But uh, it's a fan fave, multiple personality disorder. Yeah, I think I did that in, in another movie as well, multiple personality. Yeah, I don't know. What, what's that all about? 
What is that all about, Solomon? Well, I don't know. Sometimes you can get typecast a little bit. Yeah, right. See, you played some murderous people too, right? I've uh, murderers. Uh, murderers. I've played um, out of eight TV movies. I've only been a psycho like twice. But okay. fans tend to love those, so they just will not let it. You know, I can't live it down. Really. Yeah, probably. I did. Uh, yeah, a multiple personality uh, disorder character in uh, a movie that was originally called uh, High School Crush. And how about I don't tell you what uh, Lifetime ended up changing the name to because it's just ridiculous. It's a Mm. fan favorite. (laughs) So have you ever been approached um, based on your multitude of Lifetime appearances? Like has someone ever remembered you from the Lifetime Are you kidding? Lots of times. Of course they do. They're crazy. They love it. Somebody, who was that? Someone in Miami, I think, said, oh, my God, I just, yes, yes, this woman saw, she actually, she didn't see the one that I was telling you about. She saw the one where I was playing the real estate agent. It's called uh, Backstabbed. And uh, she said, I just cared about you so much. I just worried about you. I mean, you did kill your client and everything, and you. I think you killed somebody else also, but... I just, it made sense because you were poor and you just were going about it the wrong way. You were trying to be a real estate agent and I felt so bad for you. And I just went, win, win, win. Could that be a better review? I mean, that couldn't be a better compliment as an actor to get somebody to say that. In fact, at Art Basel on that same trip, same thing happened with some young girl like 22 years old, a bunch of girls were all out wearing the same outfit. And I was like, hey, you guys, you're looking so cute. We're in the same kind of, you know, color yeah. or whatever, dress. And one of them, you know, I'm talking to them or whatever. And one of them's like, you know what? You're like the typical rom-com chick. Oh, and wow. she goes, and I mean that as a compliment. I don't think she meant typical. I think she meant, uh, you know, like, I'm a rom-com girl because they were laughing at everything I was saying, you know? And I looked at the girl next door and was not drunk like a lot of the people were there in Miami. And God, they had to put some woman in a car and I was like applauding. It was pretty, it was pretty, pretty nutty. Um, yeah, not a big alcohol fan, not really. Okay, so here's what I'm going to do, you guys. First of all, I hope that you enjoyed this beautiful Miami trip that I got to enjoy. I hope I sort of took you with me. I hope you thought that was fun and kind of funny. And uh, I always like to end on some good news uh, or a quote. I always end on the quote, but I'm trying to think if there's any, is there any good news going on right now? Gas prices are down. Oh, great. Yeah, and I I managed to hit some really cheap place on the way over. Nice, yeah. Uh, But they're... uh, I think the fact that girl got engaged and got that beautiful dog, you know, I would love to get engaged and have a beautiful dog like that. And this just opens up. It just tells me, like, I'm not competitive. It just tells me that that's another person it happened to. It's happening all around. So eventually it's going to happen to me too. I focus on it a little bit. Uh, Now, regarding goals in life and things that we're afraid to go for, I'm going to end on this quote, okay? It is by William Shakespeare. Our doubts are traitors. 
and make us lose the good we oft might win by fearing to attempt. Take that home with you. Thank you for joining. Please check out my Instagram and subscribe. Also subscribe to YouTube, this podcast. Peace and love. I'm optimistic.